You don't need to, like, feed the raccoons and finger bang the deer and fucking fellate the wild horses and whatever fucking shit you want to do. Just leave them alone. I mean, take pictures from a distance, whatever. You don't, you don't need to touch them. You don't need to fuck with them. Yeah. That's all. Okay, you done? <laughs> yeah. We went down the rivers. We crossed the plains. Over the mountains, we fought in streams. Right now, there is no Major League Baseball, so fuck them. Fuck you, MLB. Why don't you go back to Mile City? Mm, yeah, fuck Mile City. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Miles City, uh, Tony, what do you know about Teddy Roosevelt and the Badlands of North Dakota? Well, what this guy look like, anyways? Oh, he's a little guy, kind of funny looking. Uh-huh. In what way? Oh, just in a general kind of way. Well, I've been there, so I know a little bit. Actually. Uh, yeah, he used to ride around on his horse there all the time, right? Yep. Yep. I think maybe, we, did we show you the, at least the uh, Maltese cross cabin, the one that's at the entrance to the park? Nope. I don't okay. think so. I don't remember it. I know at least I drug Annie in there. Uh, you know, uh, the you know they got Theodore Roosevelt National Park where, you know, we started driving around there, but then your van started running Ran out of gas. gas. Yeah. But uh, that entranceway, they have like one of uh, his old cabins like right there. It's the Maltese cross cabin, and it is uh, about the size of my apartment. It's not very big. But it's one of two ranches he ended up having. The other one being the Elkhorn Ranch. The what ranch? The Elkhorn. Elkhorn, okay. Cool. Which is kind of stupid because elk don't have horns, they have antlers, but fuck these cave yeah. people, you know, yeah. whatever. I thought you said elk, elk, Elkhorn, which is Spanish for corn. Yeah, Elkhorn. They have saxophones. They don't have horns. They have horns. Saxophones is horns. Kind of. Woodwind, technically, I suppose, yeah. Either way, so today we're going to be talking about uh, the uh, the adventures of a youngish Theodore Roosevelt before he was the president of the United States in the North Dakota Badlands. Uh, the adventures of Teddy Roosevelt yep, in the boy. year 2020. <laughs> that's, that's what we need right now, actually. But... <laughs> Uh, uh, but we have discussed a little bit of this before on um, last season's uh, finale that we did live at the uh, the lovely Victory Lounge. Uh, we did touch on some of Theodore Roosevelt's uh, interactions with the uh, the crazy anti-Semitic Frenchman, the Marquis de Moray. But we're going to delve a little more into just uh, Teddy's adventures. Uh, none of them are super ground shaking, but they but they are kind of fun. So uh, we figured uh, Will pointed out that uh, this is about. I'm looking at our first drop. Uh, we're going to be a little bit late when this actually comes out, but uh, we've, we've been doing this for a year now. Woo! So this is kind of like us. an anniversary episode. So, yeah. Actually, technically, we recorded the Soapy Smith one on the day about that we started recording yeah. last year. Whoa. So We, we made followed it, you guys. through on something. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> mm-hmm. No deaths yet. Nope. Nope. All right. So... 
starting out, I think uh, we did mention uh, last time that um, Theodore Roosevelt had been out to the Badlands in North Dakota. Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, eight, uh, 1883. Looks like she's going to turn cold tomorrow. Oh, yeah. To hunt buffalo. Yep. And, uh, you know, if there's one thing that's famously known about Theodore Roosevelt is his, uh, you know, on his face, he has these these things that allow him to see. And apparently mm. they didn't even allow him to see that well because he was like a shit shot. You know, he's known for killing a bunch of animals, but apparently at first he, he wasn't the greatest of shots and apparently had a hard time finding, you know, such diminutive creatures as buffalo. You know, they are pretty s- small and you know, hide underground when you approach and, oh, wait, no, they don't. They're huge and, but he, you know. <laughs> I'm going to shoot at that blur, yeah, that I brown think, blur. I, I think he fucking, like, hunted them for, like, what, two weeks? And then finally, right before he had to leave, like, found one or some shit? Like, Joe mm-hmm. Ferris led him to one or something? How many fucking people did he kill on accident thinking it was, like, a quail or something? Mm-hmm. Who can say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't around to tell the story. Yep. Yeah, or, well, probably at least a pygmy or two, but. Yeah, yeah. They, time they were they were hunted on purpose too, which is well, always fucking terrible. Go oh, humans! <laughs> but that wasn't until after he was president, so we weren't we we're gonna fuck with that today. But so anyway, um, Theodore Roosevelt had come out to the Badlands of North Dakota, uh, right near Will and I's hometown of uh, of Dickinson, to hunt buffalo and see the West. He was a spoiled rich kid from New York, uh, grew up asthmatic. And kind of a pussy, but uh, he wasn't taking that line down, so he started doing shit like boxing and like swimming and gymnastics. And then he and changed the- asthmatic to asthmatic, like which made ass- him sound hotter than he actually is. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, he'd gone out, he'd come out as a dude to hunt buffalo, fell in love with the place, and before he left, he actually invested in that Maltese Cross uh, uh, ranch that uh, I mentioned earlier. Then he went back to New York for a while. And then um, his mother and his wife died within a couple hours of each other. Are you going to tell got... the whole story before? Well, they were both do? hit oh. by the same train. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, where, where were you going to start there? Fucking... Oh no, you're doing a good job. Uh, yeah, I was just. Uh, let me scroll ahead here. That he was um, when he went to school, he was kind of young. Uh huh. Basically, and he liked to stuff like squirrels, and so he'd uh, go up to the young ladies at dance with, "Hi, I stuff squirrels," and then dance like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new fucking catchphrase. What's up, ladies? I stuff squirrels. <laughs> yep. Just kind of slip one into their hand like a like a course <laughs> or pin, pin it to their shirt like a corsage, like make it look like it's climbing them like a tree trunk. Of course, yeah. the, the 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 like hat fashion back then, you probably could have stuffed them all over your fucking hats and made oh, a yeah. nice, beautiful bonnet out of it. Yeah, where you just kind of had like a mummified swan sitting on top of your head, within <laughs> like an owl face like sewn to its chest, and a bunch of songbirds like studying it. Yeah, like so a scene from stuff. Seven. You bet. But that, yeah, um, Teddy Roosevelt always did have a love of nature. And back in those days, um, how you showed nature that you love it is often you would kill it and then stuff it. 
No, um, you forgot then, a step. Eat it and stuff it. Sometimes you wouldn't eat it. I I, I don't think they did a lot of eating like the owls they killed. Um, unless you're like, well, everybody's heard of that, like, you know, Darwin's, like Charles Darwin, the club he was in, like the Clinton oh, Club. Oh, yeah. Where they would just eat anything they could come across. Like, yep. I've never had three-toed sloth before. Mmm, <laughs> tastes slow. Um, <laughs> actually, how do you cook a sloth? Crockpot? I was going to say, it was slow cooker. Slow cooker. But a, <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, like Teddy and his brother, uh, I can't remember the brother's name. They all had fucked up, you know, 1800s aristocrat names like uh, yes. Oliver and shit. But, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they had the, uh, the Roosevelt, uh, Museum of Nature or some shit. So they had like a seal skull they found on a beach and a bunch of those taxidermied squirrels and birds and whatnot. And like jars with toads and garter snakes and shit. Yeah. And they would, like, you know, have the neighborhood kid. They basically were running a shitty little zoo museum slashing out of their garden shed. So that's kind of where they got the the impetus to be conservationists and men of science, kind of. And later in the White House, he'd have a bunch of shit running around there. I forget exactly what. Oh, yeah. Well, that and just, you know, if it moves on the North American continent, there was probably at least 15 of them taxidermied and stuffed all around there. So, but anyway, yeah. Conserve. Yes. Uh, so he wants to go out west to shoot a buffalo because they're disappearing pretty goddamn quick. That was always the thought. I love, I love that. Like, <laughs> they're disappearing so fast that I need to go kill one. I, I need yep. to go kill one now before there aren't any to kill. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's one way of doing it, I guess. Yep. Uh, oh. one guy shot, uh, 107 without changing position. <laughs> so oh. that herd out kind of in the Badlands, they estimated it like 75,000. And then later that year, it was down to five. So that's pretty good work. Yeah, yeah. Some overtime there. Damn. Yep. I'm just imagining like bison running around like a, like a, a school of like tuna fish or something or like, you know, like a like a giant like group of yeah. fish just moving in the same direction. Well, very much like that. Or if you watch uh, the closest we have today, there's two places where those kind of mass herds still happen. Um, uh, in the Arctic Circle with the uh, caribou. You've seen the huge mass migration of caribou. I think they're the most numerous still mammal uh, up there. And then, uh, although global warming is starting to get to them because they're getting... And ticks spring and break. Spring. Yeah, and spring break. And then the other one, of course, is the famous uh, the wildebeest in Africa where, you know, you watch on the shit and they're all trying to cross a river and they just get fucking owned by, like, crocodiles. But there's just oh, yeah. so many of them that, like, the majority of them make it across and the crocodiles are... So fat they can barely swim after like a billion wildebeest going through. They there. just they just punch their dashboard and like oh <laughs> not again. <laughs> but uh but yeah bison used to kind of be like that like uh like I, I know I've used the phrase before but there's there's people that would talk about you could be on a fast horse start at one end of a herd of buffalo and ride all day at a good clip and never reach the other side of that herd of buffalo. Holy shit! So that was a lot of fucking buffalo. And, of course, we were killing them for various reasons. One of the main ones was to cut the supply lines for the, the, the Lakota and the other Plains tribes. If That's like the best. double fuckery right there. It's like, mm -hmm. fuck these wild animals and fuck these people. Oh, yeah. Well, plus, it was, for the people, it wasn't just their food supply. It was where their housing came from. It's where pretty much almost every item they used in their day-to-day -day life yeah. was. And it's uh, most of their religious iconography was based off the bison, too. So you were, it was a triple whammy. It's like the, we're burning down the grocery store, the Home Depot, and the church all, all at one time. So, uh, 
And, you know, in most of these bison, you know, initially they'd shoot them and they just take the hides and they take the hides and make either buffalo robes, furniture, or uh, as the Industrial Revolution was kind of getting kicking, they'd use these belts. big, well, belts for machinery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it was tougher than that pussy ass cowhide. Yeah. You know. No. So I'm, all, I've always said that about cowhide. Yeah. No. Otherwise known as, you know, one of the toughest leathers you can get, but you know, it's not tough enough apparently, so Buffalo Hide was huge. But so yeah, they systematically were wiping those fuckers out. So Teddy Roosevelt th thought he better get on the slaughter train while while the getting was still good. <laughs> Ooh. Because it's Teddy Roosevelt. Slaughter train. <laughs> yep. Uh, so this is in 1883. He has a asthma setback, uh, which he's had all his life. Uh, his dad would either take him out for like really uh, fast uh, carriage rides or make him smoke cigars to, in order to get over the asthma. Really? <laughs> yep. What the fuck? That's for real? <laughs> yep. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, so he goes I... to the Catskills trying to recover uh, hot tubs and... He drinks a concoction that tasted like match heads and settled bouquet of kerosene. There he decides was, to go to the Badlands. Because it was probably made out of match heads and kerosene. Yeah, oh, guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I, I wasn't uh, Roosevelt, I believe, I, I don't know if he was completely teetotal, but I don't think he drank, really. No, he invented the Molotov cocktail. They were for drinking. I would mm, assume that was I thought invented. that was Molotov. Molotov. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I said. Otherwise, it would be the Roosevelt cocktail, and that would be just like a Molotov one, but it would probably have, like, projectiles that shot out of it, too, as well as fire. He does have a rat terrier named after him. Really? Teddy Roosevelt rat terrier. Oh, really? What does wow. that look like? Uh, oh, it better be wearing fucking glasses. I was just yeah, say. I think it has three heads. Big, big bushy <laughs> mustache and glasses? Not quite. It wheezes all the time. Anyway. So from New York to North Dakota, uh, they did get the uh, train uh, that far yet. Well, that's the uh, thing is, wasn't Medora pretty much end of the line or was Dickinson pretty the Pretty much line? that's where they were ran out of money, I think, just beyond mm. that. Uh, Medora hadn't even been invented yet, the town. Uh, yep. So the town of Little Missouri is where he goes to. Little Misery. Uh, he gets in at two in the morning. There was only about four or five houses there, so he had to pound on each door to which see is, which one the hotel was. Which Wait, is, is a great, it's is a great the, way to get shot at yeah, two in no the morning. Shit. Is he the president yet? Oh, absolutely no. not. He's, oh, he's shit, his, okay. I think at that time he was on New York City Council, though, wasn't he? No, this is his, uh, like, state legislator. Oh, okay. So he had to go yeah. to Albany and, and back. Yeah, he was already doing government shit, but this is before he was president. In fact, we'll get to a famous quote uh, later about that, but... So back then, they were trying to name the Badlands Pyramid Park just because it wasn't a, as bad of a name, I guess. <laughs> or Hell's Hell with Hell the, fire with the Fires up. Out. Yeah. Yep. Well, it doesn't even like, uh, uh, you know, off in by Glendive, they have uh, Makashika or Makoshika State Park, which is, you know, I think it's Lakota or it's, it's I can't remember which tribe. I, I'm probably wrong. It could be Crow or who, who knows. I'm sure it's some Plains tribe. But does that also just mean like Badland? Even even the Indians are like, no, <laughs> <laughs> nothing for you here, bro. <laughs> yep. So he uh, finds the hotel is just one big room, uh, no partitions, and a dozen farting dudes sleeping. There you go. Yep. I think that's oh, called a hostel. Kind of I mean, hostile. Never gonna get, never gonna get. Fucking hostile. 
don't know, would you rather have that, or do you want to have, like, the um, the Seth Bullock, Saul Star, let's share a bed with four dudes, all, uh, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> so you can either sleep around this gymnasium with, you know, a bunch of farting dudes, or you can just all, like, Dutch oven each other in one bed bug infested bed. I think I'd go with the... Uh, the broader floor plan myself. At least if you're in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory bed, uh, you got stuff to eat, you know? There's, like, bugs and stuff crawling around on you. Uh, well, I'm sure there was, you know, fucking prairie dogs and toads and shit coming up through the floorboards and that other one, so I don't mm. know. And trouser snakes. And trouser snakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the other uh, places in town was the saloon Big Mouth Bob's Bug Juice Dispensary. That sounds like a hit. Which I don't understand why Medora, you know, Medora has a lot of uh, their tourist attraction are still named after the original stuff. They still have uh, Joe Ferris's store. I think they still have like, they call one of the most, like the, uh, or it's still the Rough Rider, but that was afterwards, clearly. But they have a bunch of shit named after Why they don't still have the Bug Juice Dispensary? Instead they just, ooh, Badlands Saloon. No, no. Yeah, that Bug Juice Dispensary, That say that whole name again. Uh, Big Mouth Bob's Bug Juice Dispensary. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want to spend a weekend at that? Oh, dude, bucket? fuck yeah. Hey, Medora does try to seem a little more uh, uh, family friendly, and that does definitely sound like the place where there would be at least some variety of pole dancing. Not sure what <laughs> variety. And probably some kind of like drinking competition that takes place out of like a spittoon or like a chamber pot or a trough yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. Like a fiddle version of cherry pie. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the poles made out of wood. Yep. She's a, a real hoedown. <laughs> All the dances would be hoedowns. <laughs> just picturing a stripper just between songs having to sit there with tweezers just pulling all these splinters out of her thighs. And it's part of the show, man. She's sitting yeah. at the bar pulling splinters out of her thighs. <laughs> Yikes. Till they figured out to slather a little old bear grease on that pole. Yeah. <laughs> Have the bear there to grease it himself. Yep. Oh, that's right. There was the guy with the, with the two bears, too, yep. wasn't there? He would, uh... He would uh, sick him after uh, people coming in from the train. <laughs> yeah, which is, I believe, what we need on the light rail here in Seattle is, you know, you pull off Mount Baker Station. Oh, yeah. And there's just a homeless guy sitting there with a couple <laughs> grizzly bears on some, like, you know, some uh, clothesline. Just, <laughs> and he laughs as they chase you around and, like, bat you around like a cat toy. Oh, <laughs> they're just harmless little black bears, though. So. Oh, I thought and they were they would, uh, uh I don't think so. I don't think you can... I don't know if there was know. any black bears in the fucking... In well, the yeah, they had them the imported, for sure. Well, I'm just saying... I just, they, maybe in they, my mind's eye, just imagine cute little black well, bears. Well, they did have the guy that was famous seriously. for... Uh, he ended up he ended up at uh, Barnum's Museum of Natural Wonders in New, New York. Uh, the, the guy that Grizzly Adams is based off of, like, literally the real Grizzly Adams, who had, like, five fucking grizzly bears. Yeah, that he I would suppose. Like, that he'd like, you know, do like the fucking nut shots and like run away and like give them noogies and shit for <laughs> people's entertainment. So. Oh God! Yeah, the ones up and swim are pretty tame. I'm sure yeah. you could wrestle with one of those. Just throw them some Wonder Bread and they'll, you know, yeah, Love their bellies. But either way, you know, still just a bear running around your town. Uh, you yeah, the they would uh, like uh, try to rope them. For practice? Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, I mean, people used to do that anyway. There's that famous uh, Charlie Russell painting of all the guys roping the bear. You know, in fact, ha, 
That is how skiing was invented. <laughs> Fucking rope a grizzly bear and it just takes off running at 25 Aww. miles an hour. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. Beef stroganoff, beef bourguignon, Irish beef stew, beef brisket, Chateaubriand, sauerbraten, roast beef, Catalonian beef ragu, Mongolian beef, chicken fried steak, steak Diane, grilled steaks balsamico, hamburgers, sizzling beef, spicy braised beef, barbecued beef ribs, beef wellington, pepper beef, beef jerky, beef with broccoli, burritos, beef fajitas, beef tacos. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's what's We used to do that with snowmobiles. Oh, I bet. Yeah, just get your sled and drag them oh, behind. Oh, shit. Look at that. <laughs> Hang on, hold it there. Bo, hold it there. Ooh. I'm going to see if I can we'll take find, a... We'll, we'll find a copy of it to put on the Instagram, but... Oh, okay, sounds good. But that's uh, Charles M. Russell, and it's a bunch of cowboys just roping a wild grizzly bear. Yep. Because the key that was, is. you got, you got to get two guys to I rope I love that it's, it's fucking framed. Bo just pulled that off his wall in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I. That's how I fucking roll. Uh, Man, you should start a podcast about the old west. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that. Well, it's funny. Uh, little uh, uh, one one uh, that Will and I are discussing doing is actually about the artist that painted that uh, painted that painting. So, stay tuned for more uh, pictures of gunfights and severe animal cruelty because it's it's coming. Haw. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, like Bo said, he finds Joe Ferris there to take him out as a hunting guide. Uh, everybody was kind of skeptical of Roosevelt's appearance there. Kind of, he was short and scrawny at the time. Glasses, yeah. which definitely nobody else had in in there. There. Well, in fact, that was some witchcraft shit. It's like, what is that on his face? <laughs> well, that and I don't think he'd grown that mustache yet. Nope. And so that just meant he had the biggest fucking teeth. In your face when he's smiling, just like this fucking Cheshire cat goddamn grin. And then kind of a high-pitched voice. Yep, and his hair kind of parted in the middle and, like, slapped down with a bunch of grease. Which was even outdated for that time. He looked like a bartender from 1880. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. I mean, because it's 1883, so that's not, uh, you know. But uh, also, he was, like, he spoke like a dude. He He didn't like to cuss. And so he'd just say, like, by Jove, and, you know, delighted to meet you, and, like, all this kind of shit. And they he thought really he was, needed, like, Ritalin or some sort of medication. Well, that, and they just thought he was, you know, like, what the fuck is this guy doing, you know? What's, what's up with the, you know, all the fancy talk? So, so they called him fucking four eyes behind his back. <gasps> Scandalous. So yeah. they're all dead? No, no. I don't... Well, they are now. <laughs> yeah, I don't, are now. yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Uh, I don't like to cuss. I'm just gonna fucking kill you. Oops. Yeah. Sorry about my French. See, he hadn't got to that stage yet. He was still kind of just, kind just of a, a, just a kind guy. of a rube. I'm picturing almost like um, 
Oh, what's his name? Um, do, uh, like, okay, picture like Billy Eichner, like Billy on the street, only only less gay. Or uh, it's not, about a tie. Le- less effeminate. <laughs> less effeminate. Yeah, and then um, with the with the glasses, and and less propensity to cuss. That's kind of what I'm picturing. Like 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 Billy Eichner in buckskin with glasses and huge teeth on like a huge amount of crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just running Wait, up. Was he like, like hype? Was he hyperactive? Oh, super! Oh yeah, oh, yeah. big time! Oh shit! Um, That's how he got all look, his shit done. Like whenever he meets somebody oh, new, he pretty much would. Can't see it. Yep. Oh, and see, that's that's, that's, him, that's him as an old man. Yeah, but he's still. You know? I, I didn't realize he had those fucking teeth. Oh, those he has some goddamn man. Freddie Mercury shit happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the but, land uh, you know, before dentistry. But he'd meet somebody, he'd grab your fucking hand and shake it, like, vigorously pumping your arm, like he's expecting you to shoot water out of your mouth. And we'd be like, <laughs> oh, delighted to meet you. Now tell me again about your ranching endeavors. I'm so marvelously interested in all things to do with the manly pursuits of manliness in the old... You know, it'd be like that, kind of, you know. And meanwhile, Jesus. these guys are like, what would you just... What'd you say? <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> They literally like he's from New York City, New York City. Yeah, I'm sure that. Yep, that's see that's slightly before this too. That's Holy when he shit. was starting to get out of his uh, asthma phase when he started like started bulking doing, up, doing gymnastics and drinking weight gainer two thousand. Just fucking eating all them squirrel taxidermy bits that don't go into the. <laughs> Why do they call you squirrel jerky? <laughs> well, come out. over here and I'll show you. <laughs> It must be really hard to jack off a squirrel. Oh, I'm just a editor's note here. I have a thing where I don't have any. I don't have any ice cube trays at my house, so I make the ice cubes are they these like big like um like these kind of largest Tupperware oh, yeah. things. It's like yeah. Well, the problem is I put it in my glass and all the juice was on the bottom and it perfectly plugged up and separated all oh, the vodka no. from the juice. Oh no! So I just drank a lot of cranberry juice and now I'm just drinking. some kind of wretched vodka wow. good golly <laughs> that's some science there though yeah fuck I guess anyway yep so, that made some adjustments alright we could take a break if you have to it's about half no it's alright alright it's alright so they go out for they were looking for elk too he wanted to shoot one of those before they're all dead I'm sure if he could have found a Sasquatch or a unicorn, he would have put a bullet in that, too. So. <laughs> or something that looked like that from a distance, because he mm-hmm. couldn't see more than 100 yards. Which could be a water tower or a person or a <laughs> prairie dog. or yeah. So they are going to be gone two to three weeks. Uh, they passed the burning coal vein to the south. I've been there. Yep. It's no longer, well, it's burning. It's just not burning at the surface anymore. Yeah. But are you Whoa. familiar with with that? What that is, Tony? Is it like uh, what's that fucking town in in Vermont? I think or the, the, there's like a coal fire under the whole town. Oh, yes, that's Pennsylvania. It, it, it is oh, Pennsylvania. Kind of, sorry, it is kind of like that. But this was actually started. Um, I, they think I think tens of thousands of years ago. Holy by shit! A light, by a lightning strike. Fuck. Okay, and so you've been to the Badlands and you see yeah. how the hills are all uh, uh, stripy, basically. Yeah. There's like gray, then black, then white, then pink, then black, then, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's one of those layers of coal that got hit by lightning at some point or, or, ca- or caught on fire by a prairie fire or some other natural cause because it kind of predates human stuff. And it just slowly burns its way through the ground. 
and there's areas where it vents out smoke and heat and sparks and all that shit. And when I was a kid, that burning coal vein, it still used to be like super like hot and fucked up. I think it's kind of moved on finally now. It's not as like active seeming as it was, Whoa. but it was literally like a place you could literally go like in the winter if you needed to like stay warm. I mean, you could hang out by it and it would, you know, holy it's, shit. It's also part of the reason where we have that pink. Uh, we call it scoria out there. No, scoria in reality is actually like a volcanic rock. Uh, the shit we have, I think it's actually clinker, but everybody just calls it scoria. It's this pink rock. And what that is, is the clay there. Once that, that, that hot fucking burning coal bakes it, it basically turns it into pottery. Oh, no way. And and it's this clink, like pink fucking rock that's pretty much the bentonite clay and other clays there. It's, yeah, it's just fire it clay. Baked. Right. Crazy. And it's used to, uh, they use it to uh, do a lot of the gravel roads and shit out there. So when you drive down it, your your car becomes pink with all the dust from the, from yeah, the yeah, yeah. broken and it's up It's rough shit. as hell. And it's rough as hell. Yeah, you don't want to ride your bike on it. Like, I hated when you <laughs> have to ride your fucking pedal bike on that shit. It's like, oh, these nice little, you know, chunks the size of a mm-hmm. golf ball that cover the whole surface it's not ideal or like if you uh when you're a little kid on your big wheel oh impossible yeah, you're, you're not driving on that shit fuck no but um yeah but anyway that's gravel's the, hard but that's that's what the burning coal vein was it was kind of a landmark out there because it's a hole in the ground that is kind of like the mouth of a furnace yeah and you know of course before science people had all kinds of oh it's the mouth to hell and you know all that kind right of shit. yeah so i was you just know. thinking that in my head like oh somebody was <laughs> like satan's asshole well what's fun is like not not too many miles from there probably another like 15 miles to the west of there there's also ice caves but they're not oh, like the whoa. ice caves where it's not like ice caves where the whole um you know like here where it's a glacier where the ice is the cave right these are caves where it just stays cold enough all year where you'd uh, it'd have ice in there, or they, in the winter they'd cut ice out of the river, drag the blocks of ice up there, and it would stay all summer. And you'd bring your meat up in there, all the local ranchers, you'd bring your meat and you just like write your name on whatever, you know, your deer carcass or your beef, side of beef or whatever you have, just hanging hang in there. And whenever you need some, you go out with your knife and you cut off like whatever you need for a week or so, bring it back to the house. But you'd kind of store all your, it was like before the refrigeration, Holy everybody shit. in the area would store their meat in this fucking thing. That's wild. And it's like right down the street from a fucking Satan's asshole. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of variation in the geology of this area. Which is tits <laughs> and Satan's asshole. Yeah, which is tits <laughs> and Satan's asshole. It's quite but, the combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> your morning drive time commute with which is tits <laughs> and Satan's <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Hey, everybody, I'm Satan's asshole. <laughs> and I'm Witch's Tits. And we're going to give you the drive-time commute. Uh Teddy Roosevelt called it, uh, looks like Poe's Tales and Poem Sound. Okay. And he One more also time? called it the uh, Poe's Tales and Poem Sound. Uh, he said it looks what like Edgar Allan Poe's Tales and Poems oh, sound Poe's like. Oh, Poe's Tales. Okay, I was Poe's trying to figure tales. what the Poe's fuck tales. that was. Yeah, when you, when you say it without the Edgar Allen, it's like what's what's a post hail? Yeah, like well, post hail, like after the hail. Right? No, where you? It's the first all your posts. Ever made. Yeah, it's a hill made on post. post, or it's a bunch Tales of mailmen, <laughs> bunch of mailmen throwing wads of ice up in the air. <laughs> post hail. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow. Fuck you. A long way to go for that one. Yeah. Us, I was thinking I was thinking new from post. It's a cereal made out of animal tails. And, and I thought you'd riff on it because you're a fucking mailman. Yeah. No, no I, I don't want to admit to that. Oh. So they passed the Custer Ranch. They named it the Custer Ranch because that was one of Custer's campsites. 
a few years before going to the little bighorn uh actually i think that's close to where ferris uh, meets uh bill merrifield he would get into uh business with uh teddy too mm-hmm. chimney butte ranch they called it at the time and then they changed it to the maltese cross when teddy roosevelt buys it and the sad part is the maltese cross um the brand maltese cross it it, it kind of basically is just an x like with uh, like a, a serif, you know, it, it, instead of sans serif, like serif X, except for it kind of also just looks like a swastika. Yeah, I was about to grow, say that's growing other parts out. So, but yeah, but Maltese cross is pretty much like a T shape with each of those, or basically, okay. It looks like an iron cross, like a. It, it kind of does if you cross. do a stick stick figure of an iron cross, right? And I think that's kind of what it is. What's interesting is in. Um, in uh, 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 Belfield, a little bit to the east, uh, in between Dickinson and Medora, um, there's, I think it's still called the Bears Den, or is it the Cowboy or the Rough Rider? I think it's Rough Rider, Rough Rider Bar, I think, in Belfield. But you go in there, and they have brands. Uh, the walls are all wood, and they have brands from all the ranches around the area, uh, both modern and old. And they actually do have the Maltese Cross and Oil Cord Ranch brands up on the wall there, which is interesting. Uh, next morning it starts to rain, which is not fun out there. Uh, the, uh, clay turns to gumbo. Yeah, we call it gumbo. Other places, they, it's what you would know if, um, if you're in, like, uh, think New Mexico and that area, you call it caliche. And it is, like, the slippery, it's somehow, at both times, slippery like grease, but also sticks to everything like fucking tar. You can walk in it, and you will slip and fall. If there's any standing water on top, it's really, really slick like pudding. But it'll also, like, build up and stick to your boots where you're, like, four inches taller than you're supposed to be. Like Because you're just walking on all this fucking clay that's, Whoa. like, sticking to your shit. So it's, it's some terrible shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like when it would rain up at the lake, you're just going to have to stand, you know, stay there an extra day or whatever just to yeah. have things Cause dry you, out because you can't pull a boat out of that stuff and... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember oftentimes deer hunting, you like, you know, you go out there and shoot a deer down the bottom of a little valley. Well, then you start walking down the hill and then suddenly you're sliding down the hill on your ass and you're just all covered in wet clay and your rifle's all full of shit, bullshit. <laughs> and then you got to dress out the deer and try to figure out how the fuck you're going to drag it back up the hill that you can't even walk up anymore. So usually you got to walk around the bottom until you can find like a rockier place or something. But. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Then if you're Dick Cheney, you shoot your friend in the face. <laughs> yeah. By accident, quote yeah. unquote. I said, "Oops." Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Tr insists on going, even though it's wet, and uh, but still no luck. Um, there he talks to the guy named Lang out his ranch, and that's where he really gets a hard on for the cattle business, and that's where he decides to buy the Maltese. Um, Oh, he finally does get a buffalo shot all lined up, broadside at 125 yards. It's not that far. Boom, and it didn't seem to phase him. (laughs) 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 And he made off over the rise, and uh, TR follows him eight miles until sunset. And, of course, by then, your horses are getting tired, too. So they had to kind of keep going and going and going. Um the bull got within 25 yards and was about to charge him, and he fired and still missed. So 
<laughs> oh, then uh, Nell tosses her head, sending uh, TR's gun into his forehead, and he's all bloody and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. the horse toss? Some... The horse, Nell. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Well, that's the thing is, imagine that, 25 yards, and you're shooting at something that's literally the size of a fucking Prius. And about half the weight of a Prius, too. Yeah, and you can't hit that? Fuck sakes. Yep, he needed some heavy-duty glasses. That's for well. Sure. And like, meanwhile, like Will was saying, like you said, you, you had the one guy, one guy that sh- sh- sat there, probably with a sharps. Which uh, that's the other thing. I'm assuming uh, Teddy wasn't using like a buffalo gun anyway. He's probably using one of his odd sixes or some. You know, he's got quote unquote big medicine that that uh, lever action odd six. That he's oh yeah, I just for. saw a picture of that. Yeah, is a buffalo but, gun uh, like a gun that shoots out buffaloes? Yes, that's absolutely mm-hmm. what it is. No, it's what we, we talked about it before. Uh, uh, Battle of Adobe Walls with uh, oh, Quanta yeah. Parker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah and, right. and Coyote Vagina, where the buffalo hunters <laughs> are just sniping people like from miles away. You know, where yeah. they're like, sh- yeah, it's it was like they say the fifty cal of its time. That's you know you'd use it because it was big and it could drop a buffalo, and you could shoot pretty much as far as you could fucking see. But I'm assuming. Take Which TR, A, A would have had one of those because he can't see that far anyhow, so what does it matter? Right. <laughs> and B, they generally weren't shot off a horseback. They were kind of a big, heavy bastard yeah. and really fucking loud, so your horse ain't going to dig on that mm-hmm. too much. So uh, he probably was shooting at it with something smaller. So, I don't know. Well, since his uh, horse bucked, he tried to follow the uh, the buffalo on foot, too, so at least for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can do if they're if they're not actively trying to run away from you. You know, I mean, like, they, okay, buffalo, they can run longer than your horse, and they're they're fucking fast compared to what, like, they look like when they're just, like, when they show, see them on nature programs, they're just walking around. They can haul wholesale ass. Not quite as fast as a horse, but they can go longer distances fast than a horse. And the other thing is they fucking, at least the modern ones, fucking hate horses. Um, there's, in, in, in Theodore Roosevelt National Park down there, um, there's a trail ride concession where you go, you know, you, you pay your money and you get on these like poor beaten down working class horses that just kind of walk in the same loop every day. And like, you, even if you try to make them turn off the trail, they're not going to. They're like, they're like a kind of a glorified carousel horse. You know, there's, I walk this path every day at this time, three times a day. Jesus. Well, appa- apparently talking to the people that work there in the, uh, during the, the rut season, when, when the, when the bull bison are all horny and wanting to fight each other. Well, you get the older ones that get kicked out of the herd. They get their asses kicked, and they get kicked out of the herd, and they got blue balls like crazy, and they get all pissed off. We call them Lonesome Georges. They're these big old bachelor (laughs) bulls that used to be the toughest bull, but now they've been kicked out by a younger frat boy bull. And they'll take out their aggression sometimes by jumping into this corral of horses that are like, you know, the the horse thing and just oh, goring man. the shit out of horses. Fuck. I think they said they they lose something like five horses a year to just buffalo attack. Jesus. And it's almost always in their corral. It's not like the horses are out in the pasture. They're like in containment, but the buffalo can jump over the fucking fences. Whoa. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, you um, should <laughs> volunteer to jerk them all off. Well, no. Not calm them down. No. <laughs> But um, so yeah, they they ain't nothing to fuck with. So it is kind of ballsy trying to follow one on foot because the chances of them turning around and deciding to fuck you up can be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, especially if he's if it's one big old bull by himself. Very likely that it is one of these lonesome George types, you know, where he's not with the other buffalo because they kicked him out. 
So he's gonna be like super blue balled and aggressive and like bitter. I, I remember you kind of telling me a little bit about that when we went to uh, Ye Yellowstone that time, mm -hmm. and there was like a big male bull just hanging out by himself, sitting on the ground, and a bunch yep. of like fucking dumbass tourists were standing like 15 feet away. Oh, look at that! Like taking pictures and shit, and like you know we were pretty far away, and you're like, oh dude, those people are fucking stupid. Yep. And I remember the bull like stood up. And we were like, oops, see you later. Let's get the fuck yep. out of here. <laughs> well, you know you're truly well and fucked. They'll stand up, and then the next thing you're going to get is a degree of, like, pawing the ground and head tossing. Maybe. Maybe they give you that warning. Maybe they don't. don't. But when their tail goes up in the air, that's, like, the fucking on switch. Oof. That's the fucking, like, you know, that's where you know. That's, like, where the where the dude in the 80s movie turns his hat around backwards <laughs> before he fights all the bikers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking Curly from the Three Stooges. <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, well, was I think it was like, yeah, last summer, what, like two people in about as many weeks. I know that one guy got fucked up in Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. And then somebody got attacked in Theodore Roosevelt and, and gored pretty good, too, like a week after that. Holy shit. Pe pe people are always fucking with Buffalo because by ostensibly they look like big fucking dumb hairy cows. Yeah. Which, which they kind of are. But fuck, they're mean and they're really fast. And, uh, especially, yeah. if, especially if you get a hold of one of those, uh, what do you call them, Lonesome George? Lonesome George. Yeah, baby. if you get a hold of one of them, like they are well, not going to be nice to you. You get in between a mama and her calf, it's going to be the same thing. Only she's even faster than George because she weighs about half as much. Yeah, and she's got, uh, you know, she got less of a, a cushy afro of uh, fur to pad you, and she's got just as pointy horns. I think I'd almost rather be attacked by the bull because he'll get eventually pissed off and just leave you because he can't stop the shit out of you any further yeah whereas i think the mama might actually just wait around make sure you don't get back up Ugh. so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> don't go anywhere how the west was fucked will be right back bully are you in need of protection in your amorous affairs sick of syphilis tired of bilious pills giving you constant diarrhea Need to cover your willy with sheep intestines? Then try Rough Rider brand condoms. The only prophylactic that's fit enough for a president. Speak softly and carry a big stick. And for that big stick, carry a Rough Rider brand condom. Rid for no one's protection. That's Rough Rider brand condom. Bully! Also, the horses run off at 3 in the morning, and they did find them a mile away. Also, at 3 in the morning, it starts raining, and they no. wake up in four inches of water. Oh, good. And TR then says, by Godfrey, th but this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where another reason why everybody out that lived out there thought he was an asshole. Because, like, you know, it's shit like that. They're they're hating it. You know, it's like, man, I, you, know, you fucking tourist, you know, this is oh, bullshit. Yeah. He's like, ha, 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 I think I just caught malaria. This is great. Ha, 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 ha. Fucking, yeah. I might have broken my arm. Let's have some more. You know, it's like, the fuck? And he's making all these, he's paying these people, but he's making them, like, traipse along with him for all his fucked up adventures just so he can shoot a fucking buffalo. And they're like, this is this worth it? I don't know that this is worth it. I want to go but, home and watch Oprah or something. Yeah, I want to go home and... Carve a corn cob into a doll, <laughs> and then jerk off to it. Yep. 
So uh, after hours of pouring rain, they get within 100 yards of a, a buffalo cow. Uh, he totally misses because his glasses are getting fogged up now. <laughs> Ferris said, uh, bad luck followed us like a yellow dog follows a drunkard. Which I didn't know you had a preference of, of what kind of dog follows you around when you're drunk. I think that should still be a thing. That would be kind of cool. Like, you know, you just have these, like, you know how you train, like, empathy dogs or whatever? You know, like, where people are having, like, some kind of, like, uh, personal crisis and the dog comes up and, like, sidles up next to you. You know, like, yeah. crisis, crisis dogs. You should just train a bunch of yellow labs to, like, find people with, like, a blood alcohol content of, like, 0.08. <laughs> And just fucking, you know, once the dog comes up and sits by you, you know, you're not good to drive anymore. <laughs> and then the dog can drive home. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that'd be the ultimate. Uh, later, they get within 50 yards of a bull and they snuck up on him unawares. Um, they aim in not in a hurry this time and they fire three shots, or Teddy does, into uh, the critter. He thought he missed again, but he uh, gets up to where the blood trail is and follows that over the next gully, and the bull actually died. Yay. So he actually got his bull. Well, what's the, what's the over-under on at least a couple of those shots? Like uh, Joe Ferris just shot at the exact same time. <laughs> you yeah, know, I was like, oh, yeah, you totally got him. You know, like. <laughs> he said, uh, never have seen anyone so enthused in all my life which probably meant it was just nothing but jumping up and down and hooting and yep. hollering for a good 20 minutes straight. Look at all that blood! <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt yeah. invented the word yeehaw. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's not refined enough. Well, of course, we all know what his famous uh, his famous uh, ex exclamation is. Uh, Bully! Bully? Bully! Yes. Oh, really? shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In fact, they do to this to this day. They do a play in Medora up at the uh, Medora, the, the uh, Burning Hills Amphitheater, where they also do the Medora musical, which is like some vaudeville shit. Mm -hmm. But they have a play that's about Theodore Roosevelt, and it is literally called Bully. Literally. Okay. Bully. You, did, you didn't know? Bully! No idea. I did not know that. Well, bully for you for learning something <laughs> new today. <laughs> Now, now, every gonna, time we see you, it'll be bullyless and bullyless. I'm going to overuse the word bully from now on in this podcast. Well, bully. <laughs> bully, bully. Right. Is it good or so, bad, or does he use it for both? It's good. good. It's okay, good. Cool. It's like, bully for you. I thought you it was know? short for bullshit. But... Nope, it's a bully. Like, I don't know. It's some fucking word. That I, I don't know. Like... We should look up the etymology of that. Like, here. Don't do that. Because, yeah, bully has a shitty connotation. Arlo, oh, the bully yeah. stole my lunch money. Yeah. Not not in those days. Weird. Yeah, it was it was good to be a bully back then. Carry a big stick and all that. Damn, it feels good to be a bully. <laughs> Robber barons were all bullies. Yeah. Kaiser was a bully. Robber baron bully. Well, and also, I, I just thought about that. Uh, the golf course out there, the bully pulpit. Oh, yeah. Which bully pulpit means, like, you're in a position where people are listening to you and your uh, speech yeah. is making an impact. Shit, I never actually thought about that word. Huh. Then you get drunk and roll your golf cart like Lester did. Just like just like Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> anyway, uh, they cut uh, off the head, and they still have the head at the uh, Teddy Roosevelt's house in New oh, York. Oh, wow. Here. The first of many. Mm-hmm. This is a lovely room of death. <laughs> okay, well, here's... Oh, looking here, at me. Here's another... <laughs> place I didn't think I was going to get to with this. Bully also, uh, the origin is Middle Dutch, 
It was from the word bulle, like B-O-E-L-E, and it means lover. <laughs> lover! Yes. I love yeah. that band, Bully Boy. Well, he they, was Dutch, so that might make sense. So you sense. used to call, you know, you used to call your wife, what's up, my bully? You know, uh, and then... Uh, Maybe it got changed to, like, lovely or something. Informal North American adjective, uh, very good, excellent. That statue looked really bully. Or an exclamation, an expression of admiration or approval. He got away, bully for him. So that's what we're shooting with, is that, is that bully. Ah. Mm-hmm. Glad we got that straightened out. Well... Solve that mystery. And apparently bully beef is corned beef. What the fuck? Because <laughs> it means anyway. really good. I, I guess. Yeah. Now you have to mix it with a bunch of stuff to cover up the fact that it's rotten. Yep. <laughs> anyway, Ferris never sees a buffalo out uh, in that part again, at least for that trip. Because when uh, Teddy Roosevelt kills something, it stays killed. Yep. <laughs> it and, and, and its entire species. <laughs> So you might have got one of the last buffalo there. <laughs> but he uh, did end up impressing people along the way. Um, people thought he should be president. Of course, that's what they would say. It's like, yeah, I thought he was going to be president when I met him. He's like, no, you probably thought he was a, a fucking obnoxious little prick. But I just imagine... <laughs> just thinking about the people in, in modern times that people think should be president... Just think long and hard about that. Yeah. yeah, like Donald Trump. And what kind of... Well, between that and, you know, Cuomo and fucking Giuliani and... Oh, oh my yeah. God. Could you imagine if Giuliani was the president? Oh, fuck. It'd be about the same as <laughs> yeah, it is now. Yeah, it's what we're, we're Fuck. It'd be, you know... No, I just imagine, like, like 10 people around while he kills that one that one uh, bison. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, bully! And everybody goes like, oh, great job. You should be president, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As he's standing there, like, you know, levering a new shell into the rifle and <laughs> Who said blood that? across his forehead. Who said that? I can't yeah. see you. That fucker needs LASIK, man. Yeah. Just shooting blindly into the crowd. <laughs> this is how we hunt. I kind of listen and shoot in a direction. Then I turn 10 degrees and shoot in that direction. Until I hear something scream in agony. <laughs> I conserved it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, he goes back to New York to his job at the New York Assembly. February 1884 is when both his ma and his wife, who was pregnant at the time, were both sick. Um, both thought it was a cold. Uh, his wife, Alice, gave birth on the 12th. He got a telegram to go home from Albany, that 145 miles. But it took five hours because of fog during that night. The New York Times called it suicidal weather, going 15 miles an hour on a train through fog. <laughs> but I'm sure <laughs> that's just a I was going to ask, was that story. train or was that, like, carriage? Jesus Christ, like, uh, no, why I think is that a problem in the train? Maybe he missed the train and he had to take a carriage. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure a blind dude could drive like a train, that. man. Yeah. <laughs> like Teddy Roosevelt could have driven the train. Even with his shitty eyesight. So just imagine going between two rooms in your house when... One, your mom is dying, and the other one, your wife is having a baby. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I'm, you know. I'm conflicted on which room I should be spending more time in this evening. Now I'm imagining that there's fog inside the house, too. <laughs> yeah. Casey shit. Stumbling into stuff. 
Well, well, meanwhile, somebody's putting leeches on the mom. Somebody's mm-hmm. electrocuting the wife <laughs> and like feeding her bilious pills. Oh yeah. And, I just you know, imagine the uh, sitcom playing where you're in two dates at once. Oh and yeah, yeah, totally. Playing the wacky music. <laughs> you got a, you got an earpiece in, and your buddy's feeding you lines the whole time. <laughs> what do I say? That's right. Push, push. Oh, I'm sorry, mother. I didn't mean you. Yeah, right. Don't, don't do you push, mean push? Mother. Oh, uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go take a shit. I'll be right back. <laughs> So at least he gets to save money from funerals since his wife dies and his mom died within hey, like days of each other. Right on. Yep. Yep. Just get the economy size double casket. <laughs> uh, he named the baby Alice Lee, but he never mentions uh, his mom like ever again in his whole life. He named his daughter an <laughs> adverb? Alice Lee. Alice Lee? Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. That was stupid. <laughs> it, it wouldn't have been if there was ever anybody said, oh, you did that, Alice Lee. Yeah. I, I, well, bully for you. Bully. Yeah. Uh, so there he decides to go back to the Badlands and try ranching just because, you know, he lost two people in his life. My heart is broken. I must go abuse some bovine animals. <laughs> they taste better in when an they're austere sad. area. <laughs> But there was a cattle boom back in that time. Um, after the Civil War, a bunch of people are moving out west, so they need something to eat. Um, 430 million acres settled with between 1870 and 1900. Well, and the hilarious part is there already was something to eat that then we wiped out and turned into belts. We could yep. have just left some buffalo around and you wouldn't have to worry about the whole ranching yeah. as much. Yeah, well, but, you know, but then the Indians get to eat that, too. And we don't we can't have that. No. So. Uh, so 409 million acres between 1607 and 1870. And then between 1870 and 1900, 430. So that kind of shows you a little bit of a difference there. Yeah. Of course, an acre of Utah scrubland or it's not really quite an acre in New York. Yeah, you need. <laughs> well, you need. Yeah. Well, like, uh, I think what cow calf pear. Uh, well, you need a acre for cow, per cow calf pair in uh, you know basically the Dickinson area. I think is kind of the rough rule of thumb. Yep. So Dickinson area has well at that time I guess it wouldn't have had uh, as much greenery. You know it'd be kind of similar plant life, but still Badlands they don't exactly have green grass and shit out there. I guess is my point. But then again, the cattle that were on there were a lot of times a little more rough and ready kind of cattle. That could eat bullshit and still yeah. gain weight. So Texas Longhorns kind of shipped up here. Yep. Uh, they were, of course, wild after uh, a while. Then they had to go around and back up again. Well, they were kind of wild, like even coming from Texas, like you know, mm-hmm. like you just a lot of the farms were abandoned during the Civil War too. So. Yeah, and well, and that's what made Longhorns so successful is they were kind of feral cows. They could eat shit that like normal cows couldn't. They could survive on a little bit less water. They were tough and resistant to, like, drought and fucking shitty weather. I mean, you know. So nope. if you were in Texas, there's a bunch of them, like, wandering around free, like Will says, after a bunch of abandoned farms, or maybe the owner of the farm goes off to war and just doesn't ever come back or whatnot. You'd basically go kick around in the bushes until you build up a herd of these fucked up, like, giant cows. And then, well, it's all dry and fucked up, and they're surviving. Guess what happens if you feed something that's surviving on bullshit, like good grass? Hey, they get big and heavy and fat and full of meat that you can then sell to city slickers. Yep, McDonald's. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. No, that's lizard meat. Sorry. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. You wear spectacles or perhaps a monocle. You need them to see, but they are such a strain on your life and your billfold. You're not living your best life. The LASIK Vision Institute could be just what you're looking for. Due to new advances in vision improvement technology, LASIK is now affordable for everyone. For just $9.99 per eye, LASIK is a sensible, safe, and affordable solution to your handicap. Our network of vision improvement centers offers reliable and affordable vision improvement procedures. Just listen to this testimonial. From the moment they invited me into that canvas tent, I knew I was in good hands. They even let me take the first pull off the bottle. That's right. Our patented experimental procedure will change your life. After administering a general anesthetic, we take what's left of our secret blend of 101 proof whiskey and pour it directly into the problem area. Along with bloodletting and prayer, our three-step program boasts over a 15% success rate. So try LASIK today and see what everyone is talking about. LASIK is a trademark of Bronsenzweiger. All claims are purely experimental procedure done at patient's own risk. LASIK is not responsible for any loss of vision, relapse, injury. I've been uh, rocking my anti-COVID uh, bandito mask. Oh, yeah. It's that brown one, but this here is a Teddy Roosevelt-style polka dot one. Whoa. That uh, was also Rough Rider uh, type, except that they were a lot bigger back in those days. But this was put out by the National Park Service a few years back to commemorate that shit. So I thought it would be appropriate to wear for this episode. Yeah, what kind of underwear did uh, Teddy Roosevelt have during the campaign there? Uh, the well, union suits. Everybody had union suits. Well, it should at least you know be 100% period. Uh... I don't have any of those. I should get one. Just wear it all the time, bathe in it. Like they used to. Ooh, gross. Oh, I guess you couldn't wash your clothes. You might as well just bathe in it. Well, that you'd only bathe in week kill. anyway, so might as well. No, he wore Although, uh, he wore uh, uh, this brand called Chafer. It was uh, yeah. it's it's just the the hard part of Velcro fa- Chafin, facing inward. Chafin and Johnson. Chafin Johnson. <laughs> Chafin Johnson. <laughs> Wasn't that the guy from the Jerk? That's Nathan uh, Johnson. Nathan Johnson. Yep. I was born a poor black child. Naven Johnson, you random son of a bitch. You're dead. <laughs> the new phone books are here. Uh, so the favorite prank at Bob Roberts Saloon there in uh, Little Missouri, when the train would come in, uh, there'd be a bunch of wild shooting inside, and uh, somebody gets uh, carried out pretending to be dead just to give the uh, the new people uh, a little show. Oh, fuck yeah. I, I wonder if they had like a... I, w- I would assume you're going to want to have... If you're going to have that as your uh, barroom entertainment, you're probably going to want to have like a shooting corner or something. You, you don't want people just like randomly shooting your mirror behind the bar and your whiskey bottles and blowing holes in your roof so at least when it rains... You probably have like like a tiny old, range over in the corner, like, like an old stove or something, like an old iron stove. Everybody shoots at, so it just kind of doesn't put a bunch of bullets yeah. where they don't. That doesn't sound eat. dangerous at all. <laughs> <laughs> Ricocheting off, well, better, up the better place. than just like fucking yeah. Yeah, quick I, draw actually, McGraw in that shit. That's <laughs> like, true. If that's your entertainment, is like you know, shoot a gun, <laughs> carry somebody out like they're dead, then other people could be like, oh shit, yeah, you can kill people in this place. Fuck yeah, and they just start icing yeah. people over <laughs> at card games because they think it's all right. Once again, well, you know, you get one, you get one stripper in a bar. You're gonna get other people getting naked as 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 the uh, 
as the uh, booze flows. You better as believe I've, it. As I've learned. <laughs> but. Uh, also, the, they had unleashed their two bears there. Um, we were talking about that, but one one passenger nearly died, so it wasn't all fun and games. Just from a died little of, bear attack? Yeah. Just, oh, a, light, just a light mauling. Just a, <laughs> Come on down to Maulers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the, yeah, that's the thing. Like a, like a Hooters. Only, you know, it's instead <laughs> of tits, you just got fucking 45 slugs flying every which way in a fucking bear. It's a couple of bears running around. The strippers sit at the bar pulling tweezing and fucking wood splinters out of her leg. Well, that's the thing is like, the more, the more I research, like, I mean, this bear shit, uh, when I first started researching, ah, oh, that's. That's hilarious and must be uncommon. It it just fucking wasn't. It was like it seemed like every town had the guy that had some fucking bear, just some random fucking bear. I don't, I don't, you know. There's always always a crazy guy that's like, oh, I could talk to Aunt, like a Doctor Doolittle kind of guy that's just like, oh, uh, bears are my friends. I'm picturing it more as the guy that like everybody else has pit bulls and they try to like, oh, they're such great dogs and they're not and, and they are, but this is the guy that's like going out of his way to feed his gun like gunpowder and kittens, yeah, and like and like kicking it and shit, like you know, it's that guy, yeah. It's like you know he has like bad to the bone like George Throwgood played on a fucking <laughs> fiddle every time he walks into the fucking bar. Is he like know? the fucking Tiger King? Is yeah, that what you're getting yeah, at? pretty much. I, well, like yeah. as we've as we stated time and time again on this podcast humanity has not really changed that much like um just, the technology the, changes yeah exactly the drugs it was and just a bunch of bad whiskey instead of meth <laughs> well and bilious pills yep <laughs> and opium right that was a big thing back then yep yeah but you're not really gonna lose your shit you know come on you get to smoke up opium you're not shooting up the ceiling you're laying oh, no, there no, like I'm, a, I'm thinking about when you run when you run out that's when yeah. the that's when the crimes start happening yeah. That's generally when the, uh, the stomach cramping and the diarrhea starts happening, <laughs> which also, I think, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't and know. A, we'll, we'll do a whole episode on drugs. Then a baby crawls out of the toilet. Oh, fuck yeah. We should definitely do, a, do an episode on drugs. I mean, oh, yeah. we're not going to be on drugs, but we'll do <clears throat> one about drugs. They speak oh, yeah. for yourself. Fuck it. We'll be <laughs> on drugs. <laughs> um. So by the next summer, it was already a booming town. Uh, Medora was happening to the town of. That's because um, the uh, Frenchie had moved in. Yep. He even brought in a college graduate to edit the newspaper. Somebody who oh. could actually spell. Well, well, well. You remember when this town didn't used to have no signs because none of us could spell a goddamn thing? <laughs> now all of a sudden, this son of a bitch putting his witchcraft scrawlings on all the outsides of the buildings like it's supposed to mean something. <laughs> They even had a Chinese laundry, so if the question of opium popped up there, it'd probably yeah. be a yes. <laughs> and they had baseball games in the afternoons as as well. Well, you got to assume that the Chinese for the Chinese laundry is probably coming from Deadwood Way, because like we said, the train tracks, I don't think, well, actually by that time they had made it out to Pacific Northwest, hadn't they? Because I know the Marquis was selling salmon from time to time. Yep. I think because like you know before what I mean. that, before that, I don't, I don't see a lot. You know, the main entry point for the Chinese was through like California, Maine, at that time. I don't see like, and I've never heard of like full-on wagon trains of Chinese immigrants coming that far out to Middle America. I mean, it could have happened. I just never heard of it. Well, Deadwood had a healthy population. Though, well, yeah, so I'm sure they're all. Well, yeah, because they go where the gold mining is. Because a lot of them had already come from California, where they know how that shit works. It, I mean, it makes sense. 
And I suppose as the railroad got built, they were the ones building it, so get to the end oh, of the line. Oh, they already there, yeah. yeah. It's like, fuck, we don't have enough money to get home now. Well, it's like from the East Coast, like, you know, everything that left off b- being built from the East, that's where you have large Irish populations, and everything built from the West, that's where you have large Chinese populations, until they made it illegal to be Chinese in public <clears throat> and, you know, did all that kind of shit. Yeah. Because they, they that was definitely... for a long time, too. Look, man, you yep. can be Chinese in private, okay? Just yeah. not here. Not I will public. definitely, I will definitely pay you to do my laundry, but I don't want you to be able to buy goods and services or live anywhere. <laughs> after handing all the handling all the nitroglycerin, yeah, yeah. America, the America, America. <laughs> fuck yeah! Like I said, I want to write a second a second verse to the theme song that like talks a little bit more about stuff like that. <laughs> oh, please! Yeah. Only if you're white, Protestant. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I'll, I'll record the music and send it to you. You can you can lay down the vocal track. Well, no, I'm just saying I I, I got to pen it first. I've been thinking about that for some time. And it'd be the all, Trump Trump 100%. remix. Trump truck. I've been kind of slow at shit because of like uh, you know work and stuff, but that's not an issue anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> the whole work thing's not even a bother now. Yeah. Anyway, which is why I'm drinking at 2.30 in the afternoon. Well, it's also <laughs> Sunday. That's what you do. It yeah. is? Yeah. Fuck. Now you fuckers get to live like me. I guess How days don't feel? really fucking matter anymore. You forgot to go to the church you don't go to. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right when you said that, I was like chugging fucking vodka. <laughs> <laughs> This is my church. It's here. You know, <laughs> shots Je- for the Lord. You said Jesus Christ it counts. <laughs> All right, Lord, back to Lord back to, back to bear mowing, shooting bar room antics. So while Teddy Roosevelt is uh, back east, Demoray drove his herd onto their land. Um, grazing rights back then were just determined by the radius of the ranch. Right depending on how many cattle they had. So if you had a whole bunch of cattle, then you can branch way the fuck out. Right. But there was a problem. Their hired hands were bitching at each other. Well, not just that. Uh, the tenderfoot-ass fucking marquee, you know, as tended to be the fact with the uh, big old cattle ranchers that would buy property, they'd start wanting not everybody else to use that property, so they'd start putting up barbed wire and cutting off people from, like, you know, their normal trails and uh, from, like, water and shit like that. Oh, so Whereas, people, are, people are are grazing their cattle, and then Rich Fuck comes in and just, nope, this is mine now. Pretty so much. It, it was yep. a, bunch of, a bunch of small ranchers spread out about everywhere, and everybody just kind of knew. That's why you branded cattle in the in the beginning. Yeah. Is because the herds are going to get mixed together. And while you send your cowboys in, it's like, oh, here's the Maltese Cross. Here's the whatever the the dildo and salmon or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can I don't you, know why can, I you, <laughs> can you please draw that for me? I will. I will slap that up on Instagram so quick. I'll be the uh, the official brand, brand of uh, the How the Wizards and Salmon. When we when we start selling our own free range beef products, like yeah. you know, Razor the Dildo Salmon brand. <laughs> sure, that's not your morning show. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Dildo and the Salmon. I'm Dildo, <laughs> and I'm the Salmon. Glub glub glub. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, you'd, you'd have the brands and, you know, 
guys are adept at riding in. It was like, okay, that's ours. Cut them out. No harm, no foul. They're all yeah. eating the same grass, drinking the same water. But, you know, capitalism, with its sense of we must own all the things, all oh, the yeah. things are commodities. Yeah, now, and now, since uh, I have money, I have more access to the things. And now Let me that, fence this off. Now that Monsanto's here, they can, yeah, uh, yeah. They can genetically uh, modify the seeds to where they can tell that they're theirs. Yep. They're growing our seeds. Cool. Yep. Right. I Life. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this is kind of where that kind of big big agriculture kind of kind of started. Well, it, it could be argued that it started in the south with the uh, cotton and the, and the whatnot. Oh but. yeah, yeah. What do you what do you call it? Um, internships. Yes. Oh, unpaid, unpaid internships. internships. The, the unpaid involuntary internships. Mm-hmm. Lifelong unpaid involuntary multi generational <laughs> internships. God damn it! The Civil War was not about slavery. It was mm-hmm. about unpaid internships. States' rights. To have unpaid interns. <laughs> yeah. That did not sign up for this program. <laughs> that Amazing had... you get rich uh, not paying people. Yeah. Imagine it's, that. It's funny when your cost of labor decreases to nothing. It's funny how much profit one can make. Donald Trump. Um, anyway. anyway. <laughs> Before this devolves into a straight up Civil War podcast, let's get back to uh, the marquee and cattle. and. Well, they're lucky that they didn't uh, end up dueling each other because they were both... That type, but uh, well, but the Marquis actually was good at it, apparently. Oh yeah, Teddy would not have hit the broadside of the barn, probably. Well, that's why when they thought when he thought it might come down, he's like, "Man, I don't want to duel this guy, but if I do, I want to use Winchesters. I don't want to use a pistol because I'm fucking shit with a pistol." <laughs> and this I is can't... said by a guy who couldn't shoot a buffalo at 25 yards with a <laughs> rifle. So, yeah, I don't think the Winchester is going to give you... A shotgun, maybe, is what you want. I, I don't think. always duel, but when I do, <laughs> I use Winchester brand guns. Yeah. I, well, if I was like uh, going to be uh, uh, Teddy Roosevelt's life coach, I would advocate perhaps his shotgun cut out so the shot spreads very far. Yeah. Very far. Um, you want a you shotgun know. that fires uh, rocket-propelled grenades. Yeah. So, I, like, I, I, ten grenades at once. Yeah, I want I want something that will pretty much uh, clean out the asshole of an entire alleyway. Yeah, with nothing but burning hot metal. I want a cloud you know, of probability gun. Yes, yes, that's what you're going to need. But uh, luckily, it, like as Will said, it never came down to that. I just imagine like a slap fight between the two of them. <laughs> Their hands like totally <laughs> extended. Well, the south, south, see that I think Teddy could actually win because he did have some uh, experience as a pugilist. A what? A pugilist, like a boxer. Is that a, did you just word? make that word up? Pugilist? No, that's a no. word. That's a guy who collects stamps. That's a, <laughs> that's a, fla- a flagellist. No. Flagellist. <laughs> I think it is a flagellist. Even a flagellist is somebody who whips themselves. Whips themselves. That's what I thought. It's something like that. Like, uh, I thought it was somebody it's who breathes farts. Farts in that's jars a, and breathes. That's a flatulist. Oh, okay. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> Actually, that sounds like somebody that plays a flute with their farts, like a fla- <laughs> flautist. Like a butt trumpet. A flautist. <laughs> butt trumpet. Oh, don't get me started with that uh-uh. shit. Fucking Tom Bone. Uh-uh. That guy. I got his, some stories. And his sex slave wife person with the, the leash. I hey, remember man. the time when we That's wouldn't let her in because she didn't have an ID, and he got pissed because he had to drive home get her ID. Even though she's wearing basically no clothes and wearing a leash. but I remember that bring, show. He didn't think to bring her ID with her, though. Well, you I'm a fucking rock a little... star. Don't you know me? 
Yeah, I do, Tom, <laughs> I but do, I don't Tom. know your Go new... Go get the fucking ID. I don't know your new child bride on a leash, so she's going to need to show me your ID. Well, that's you know? not very <laughs> punk rock. That's right. Yep, that's me, punk rock babysitter. So. Yep. These dumb shits took up too much time, so we'll see you next week. And hey, 